This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue with a series based on the 23rd Psalm called Living in the Goodness of God. In these lessons, you'll discover that God is good all the time, even in life's most difficult circumstances. And you'll experience the hope and favor that spring from God's divine goodness. Now in just a few moments, we're going to let you know how you can get your very own copy of Open Doors, A Year of Daily Devotions book. It's a beautiful hardcover book with 365 devotionals from Pastor Rick that offer daily encouragement from the Bible. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part three of a message called Relaxing in God's Goodness. James chapter 1, verse 18. This is what God says about you. God decided to give us life. That's a big deal. Through the word of truth, the word is Christ, so that we might be, circle this, the most important of everything God has created. Do you realize you're more important than the moon? Do you realize you're more important than the Milky Way? Do you realize that in God's eyes you're more important than all of the extinct animals combined? Did you know that in God's book you're more important than all of the rare flowers? And all of the trees? and all of the beauty of, of all the other creation. Look at that verse again. God decided to give us life through the word of truth so that we might be the most important of everything God created. You matter more than the rest of creation. So what does it matter what somebody else says about you? If God likes you, they got a problem. So you can relax. And one of the reasons you don't have to work is you don't have to prove yourself. I'm a daughter of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a child of God. He made me. He made me. He wanted me. He loves me. He created me. And he made me just the way he made me to be. And I don't have to be somebody else. I remember my value to God. Isaiah 48, verse 16, God says, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. We've talked about this cherished verse many times. When Jesus Christ was nailed to the cross and those nails went through his hands, God permanently showed how much you matter to him. When you get to heaven, the only person in heaven who's going to have scars is Jesus Christ. So for the rest of your life, you'll be able to see, in eternity, you'll be able to see how much you matter to God. I love you this much. You matter to me. I have engraved you on the palms of my hand. That's how valuable you are. God has a tattoo of you. When people fall in love, sometimes they'll get a tattoo of their lover, their girlfriend, or their husband, their wife. God has a permanent tattoo of you. I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Why in the world are you trying to prove your worth through your work? You're already infinitely valuable according to the cross. And at the cross, he says, this is how much you matter. I want everybody right now to just close your eyes, okay? Just close your eyes for a minute and, and think inside yourself and take a deep breath and just say, Father, help me to feel loved by you. 
Just say that, Father, help me to feel your love. And then say, Jesus, help me to feel how valuable I am to you. And then say, Spirit of God, help me to feel how important I am to you. Amen. All right. So the antidote to looking for the work as your worth is to just realize how worthwhile you are to God. Are you broken? Yeah. Are you a sinner? Yeah, so am I. Are you perfect? Absolutely not. Are you deeply loved by God? Yes. Are you flawed? Yes. But am I, are you infinite value? Yes, also. I've engraved you on the palms of my hand. Why are you trying to throw or feel your work, a worth, through your work? You don't need to. Number two, second step, and this is the antidote to materialism, which is always wanting more and more, and it's this, enjoy what I already have. If you'll learn to enjoy what you've already got, then you can get off the rat race. Now this is called being content. Contentment does not come natural to human beings. You are not by nature a contented person. By nature, we are discontented. By nature, we're not resting sheep. We are restless sheep. And by nature, we are discontented. We always want more. We always want something different. And yet it can be learned. In Philippians 4, up here on the screen, verse 12, 13, Paul says, I've learned. Notice, contentment is something you learn. You can be educated in it. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether I'm well-fed or hungry, whether I'm living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him, that's Christ, who gives me strength. So learning contentment means I don't have to have this incessant grabbing for more, grabbing for more, grabbing for more. Can we become so preoccupied in getting more we don't enjoy what we have? Yeah, yes, of course. You know, it's amazing in Southern California. You go down to the beach or just any place and you find these amazing homes over the top, beautiful homes everywhere. But the people are never around to enjoy them because they're always at work because somebody's got to make the payments on those massive house mortgages. It's what I call the saddleback syndrome and I've, I've watched it for over 30 years. And what it is is we, we get extended with the desire to acquire. I gotta have that, I gotta have that, I gotta. And the desire to acquire pushes you to buy something you really can't afford, particularly a mortgage that's over your head. And then you get overextended financially. Uh, and then you have to constantly hustle to make ends meet because you're overextended financially. And soon, because you're overextended financially, your relationships start to deteriorate. And then you don't really even have a reason for that fancy home. The Bible says this, Ecclesiastes 4, 6, up here on the screen. A little food eaten in peace is far better than having twice as much earned from overwork and chasing the wind. You know, it's better to have a little in peace. The greatest things in life aren't things. Couldn't count the number of deathbeds that I've stood by where people took their last breath. 
And in all the years that I've been a pastor, I've never had anybody say in their dying breath, man, I wish I'd spent more time at the office. I've never heard that one. Man, I wish I'd spent more time at work. And I've never ever actually had anybody ask for a particular object or thing that they loved, valued, or worshiped. Please, bring me my bowling trophy. I wanna see it one more time. (laughs) Please, bring me my degree from community college. Please, bring me, I wanna see my coin collection. Nobody's ever said that in their dying moments. Nobody ever asks for things in the final moments of their life. They always ask for people. Because eventually, everybody learns that it's all about relationships. I just hope we learn it before the deathbed. You're gonna learn this one day when you're dying. You're not gonna ask for any, show me my car one more time. Show me my fancy television screen or my how. No, you're not gonna ask for it. At the very last moment of your life, you're gonna realize it's all about people you love. Loving God and loving your neighbors yourself. Can we not learn that sooner? It sure relieve an awful lot of stress. It would sure make life more fulfilling. It's not about achievements. It's not about accomplishments. It's about relationships. You know, I've said this many times, you're not gonna take anything with you. You never see a hearse pulling a (laughs) U-Haul. If you laughed at that, okay, they laughed it. (laughs) How many times have you heard me say that? Thousands, thousands of times, that's what I thought. You're never gonna see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. You're not taking it with you. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. If you've missed any part of today's teaching, you can listen online anytime at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Do you want to live the full and abundant life God desires for you? That only happens when you seek God and spend time in His Word. That's why Pastor Rick put together a 365-day devotional book called Open Doors. Each day features a Bible verse and a short devotional where Pastor Rick, in his engaging and relevant way, makes the Bible easy to understand and apply. As you dive into this book, you'll open the door to greater intimacy with God and experience the love, trust, and freedom that comes from a deeper relationship with Him you'll discover God's wisdom to resolve conflict, conquer fear, reduce stress, build healthy relationships, overcome temptation, and so much more. Get open doors today and be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to live out God's plan and purpose for your life. It's a great way to kick off the new year when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people around the world, we'll send you your very own hardcover copy of Open Doors to say thanks. You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. You know, it's so funny. 
In America, it's considered a tragedy to, quote, die penniless. You know, oh, she died penniless. What a better time to go. I mean, really, the moment you spend your last cent, boom, I'm out of here. I call that wise, not stupid. I'm out of money, let's go. That's just brilliant living, if you ask me. <laughs> and then it still irks me. You can still see those bumper stickers around everyone. He who dies with the most toys wins. Are you kidding me? We need the bumper sticker. He who dies with the most toys still dies. <laughs> and he didn't win anything. In all likelihood, he probably lost a lot of relationships building up those toys. Valentine's Day is this week. So guys, I thought I'd throw in a verse for you. Ecclesiastes 9, 9 on the screen. Enjoy life with your wife whom you love. That's the verse for Valentine's Day. Memorize that one. Ecclesiastes 3.13 says this. All of us should enjoy what we have worked for. It is God's gift. God says enjoy what you've got while you got it. Enjoy what you have while you've got it. Look at this verse up here on the screen. Matthew 6.31. I love this in the message paraphrase. Jesus says, you know what I'm trying to do here is get you to relax. To not be so preoccupied with getting so you can respond to God's giving. Did you realize that relaxation is a spiritual issue? That resting is a part of trusting. Resting is a part of trusting. Resting is the way to blessing. Okay, remember my value to God. And then number two, enjoy what I already have. Stop trying to get something else. Just enjoy what you got. Number three, this is an important one. Limit my work to six days a week. You say, you're kidding me. I'm saying, if you're not doing that, you're breaking one of God's big 10, the 10 commandments. Rest and recreation are so important to life, God put it in the big 10, the 10 commandments, right up there with don't commit adultery, don't murder, and don't steal. He says every six days you take a day off. If you're not taking a day off every week, you are breaking the 10 commandments. You say, well, I'd never murder anybody. I'd never commit adultery. But are you taking a day off every week? It's right up there in the Big Ten. That's how important God considers rest and recreation and relaxation. If the bow, you know, like a bow and arrow, if the bow is never unstrung, you never unstring it, it loses its power. It loses the tension in the bow. Our best requires rest. Now, this is the fourth commandment. And when God gives a commandment, he's serious about it. This is not like an option like, well, if you feel like it, take a day off. No, it's called the Sabbath. Let me show you some verses. Exodus 23, 12, here on the screen. Work the first six days of the week, but rest and relax on the seventh. This is the law, he says. This law is not only for you, but all for, also for your animals, so your pet needs to have a Sabbath. 
as well as everyone else, including foreigners among you. God says, I don't want anybody unprotected from this law. And he said, this law of rest and recreation and having a Sabbath, having a day off every week, he said, everybody should be protected from overwork, including immigrants and foreigners who have come in. They shouldn't be overworking either. Now here's the fourth commandment. Exodus 20, verse nine and 10. This is one of the 10 commandments, fourth commandment. You have six days in which to do your work, but the seventh day is to be a day of complete rest. Circle that, complete rest dedicated to me. Now this is called the Sabbath. Every seventh day, you take a day off. And a Sabbath, you might write this down, Sabbath means a day of rest. That's what it means. And uh, you know, did you know that your heart actually beats different, different every seven days? We're biologically wired for a day of rest. Now this whole idea of where God says, I want you to have a day of rest and worship, it's not for God's benefit. It's not just some arbitrary law. God did it so you won't burn out. And the reason people are so stressed out today is they've forgotten this. In culture after culture after culture after culture, it's for your benefit. Look at this, Mark 2, verse 27. Jesus said, the Sabbath was made to benefit man. In other words, God didn't make the Sabbath for his benefit. He made it for ours. When I ignore God's laws, who gets hurt? Not God. I get hurt when I don't follow the owner's manual. Now, when is your Sabbath? I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what day of the week you take your Sabbath. The Bible says this many times in the New Testament. What day you worship on, what day you take as your day off, as your day of rest, your day of recreation, it doesn't matter the day, you just need to do it every week. Okay, my Sabbath is not Saturday, my Sabbath is not Sunday. I'm working on those days. My Sabbath is every Monday. It's Monday. And by the way, I would encourage you to not call it your day off because if you, you call it your day off, you'll cheat on it. You need to start calling your day off your Sabbath. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. As we start the new year, we often think about setting goals for the months ahead. They give us hope and keep us moving forward. And we know that setting goals is important because the Bible tells us that Jesus set goals. So, Pastor Rick developed a new power-packed download to help you successfully kick off the new year. This resource will give you the tools you need to set and achieve your personal goals, God's way. This life-changing resource is yours free when you text the word FREE to 800-600-5004. That's the word FREE to 800-600-5004. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first, do you want to live the full and abundant life God desires for you? That only happens when you seek God and spend time in His Word. That's why Pastor Rick put together a 365-day devotional book called Open Doors. Here's Pastor Rick to tell us more. You know, one of the ways I try to help reinforce the lessons that I teach on this broadcast is to offer daily devotionals that are based on the same lessons that I teach here. Did you know that over a million people subscribe to the Daily Hope devotionals? And if you're not getting them, I encourage you to sign up for this tool and resource too. 
If you haven't already got it, you're missing out. They're free and they're delivered right to your inbox every morning. I'll just email them to you or you can find them on the web at pastorrick.com. Now, many of you have asked that we provide these devotionals in a book format. So you know what? I asked my team to pull together 365 of the best daily devotionals and we printed them in a book. And you can use this Daily Hope devotional book, it's an entire year's worth of devotions, as part of your quiet time, and it will allow you to meditate on a single scripture every day and to reflect on what it means. Now, I know you're going to be blessed by this resource, and it's also uh, going to be uh, uh, something you could use as a meaningful gift to share with a family or a friend or, or a neighbor. This Daily Hope devotional is going to be available exclusively through Daily Hope and through the PastorRick.com store. You can't get this devotional anywhere else at any bookstore. You've got to get it directly from us because we want to be in contact with you. Get open doors today and be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to live out God's plan and purposes for your life. It's a great way to kick off the new year. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people around the world, we'll send you your very own hardcover copy of Open Doors to Say Thanks. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this amazing resource. Or you can just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word daily to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.